This is the Two Marketeers podcast, where hosts and marketing experts Sean Patrick and Lindsay Waugh seek to uncover what makes brands so powerful and how they impact modern society and culture. Hello. 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 I'm working on our Two Marketeers playlist of all the things Lindsay sings. Hello. It's three hours long. It's It's extensive. Three hours long. The next time you're running a marathon, feel free to throw it on. Um, Wow, what a day. What a beautiful, cold day. in the heart of spring, a true spring day. And to commemorate it, Lindsay is wearing her spring cape. <laughs> Balloon sleeves. It's all about the shoulders. I said to her, it's all about the shoulders this year, isn't it? She goes, that's all people see. I'm like true. So how are you doing today? I'm good, people. It's the day before the long weekend, the Canadian long weekend. Victoria day. Victoria day. Should that be called Queen Elizabeth Day now? Well, it's just, I don't know. I don't know where we are at with the monarchy. <laughs> are we really anywhere? Currently. Currently. But yes. let's move on. Let's talk about what's happening. We're talking about the latest thirst trap. Is that what we're talking about? Thirst trap? Yes. What's that? Thirst trap is when you post something like provocative on social media that's like slight has like a sexual connotation to it as like to bring people into it so our person which you're just going to talk about uh posted a thirst trap photo a few years ago when i was working with them and she was like 78 at the time and she's like what's a thirst trap but then when she found out that that's what she had done she was all over it so happy that that's what it was Talk about inside scoop, mm. Lindsay. There you are. Wow. Okay. So I think you can figure out who isn't talking about this year's Sports Illustrated 2023 swimsuit cover uh, edition, Martha Stewart. Yeah. Wow. And wow. all I'm going to say that is Um, I say the word provocative a lot, and I realize I should probably clarify what I mean by provocative, because there's lots of ways it could be taken, um, that it provokes conversation, it provokes opinion, it gets discussions going. Uh, Now, in this case, being Martha Stewart on the cover, um, I guess my only comment in my what's happening this week is what is happening? (laughs) Like, I can't... I mean, I think so. I think when you initially see the Martha Stewart version of this uh, cover, you're like, oh, are they, is it the ages? Are they trying to appeal to older people, like celebration of age and things like that? But the other thing that Martha Stewart's done brilliantly over the last 10 years is reinvent or reinvigorate her brand with Gen Z and a young generation through like Snoop Dogg partnerships, through, through the pandemic when everyone was wanting to do pottery and bake and all those things like her brand has had such an uptick with younger generations that she's actually one of those people that is so cross-generational 
And she's just unapologetically celebrating her age and where she is. And it's just so, I think it's refreshing and wonderful. Also, she looks damn good. Like she doesn't look like an 81 year old person. And, but she also prides herself on taking care of herself. And so self-care is something she's always advocated for. So good for her, man. Good for her. I would agree. Good for her. Still questioning. How did it get to it? Like, how did, how did Sports Illustrated get there? So it'd be interesting. We welcome your comments. But I mean, I just couldn't not mention it. But because we've gone on for so long, we're going to go turn the next what's happening into the actual episode. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so um, Lululemon did a pop-up experience in LA, I believe, where consumers who owned dupe of dupes of their products, so duplicates of Lululemon products, which is a major trend and has been forever. Um, people who own dupes of Lululemon products could go to the pop-up and exchange their dupe for the real version of the product. So if it was like a dupe align pant from some ambiguous brand on Amazon, they could take that align pant to the pop-up and exchange it for an actual Lululemon align legging for free for free yes for free so they were trying to engage that mentality around dupes and thrifting and priding yourselves on finding duplicate products for cheaper versions and attempting to show people that the actual product is worth it and better than what the dupe would ever be right newsworthy 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 because that's how i found out about it was through the news so yes, it was actually specifically for the Align pant. Um, mm. Do you have a pair? Of Align pants? Yeah. I do. And I have dupes also. You dupe. I know. See how I did that? You dupe? I dupe. <laughs> I actually dupe own a, a, varietal, a varietal of Align's versions. So really? I feel like an expert on this topic actually. I actually have a dupe pair on at the moment. Wow. Um, so I, I'm very familiar with the brand. It's definitely one of my top five brands. You're a Lulu guy. I'm a Lulu guy. Um, I think it's brilliant. I'm very proud as a true, I would say self, self-proclaimed uh, Lulu advocate or ambassador. Um, I just think it's one of those practically simply brilliant stunts that is absolutely one strategic move that I can't wait to see how it impacts, not just Lululemon, the industry. Um, And I think you would agree, Lindsay, it was very strategic in understanding where were their challenges. Possibly. Oh, it opens a lot of of conversational doors, hence provocative. I think it's perfect. So clearly it's not. Let's talk about it. (laughs) I swear I am living under a rock because the last two what's happenings you've told me I've not. I don't know what you're talking about. But that's my challenge. (laughs) Is to bring some fret. You are killing it out there. Killing it. Thanks. So... When you sent this to me, immediately I was like, brilliant idea. Okay. Love this idea. Because 
dupes are such a thing and younger not even younger generations i would say all generations pride themselves on finding something that looks exactly like that you've seen this gone on with handbags and sunglasses and watches and things forever like if you've ever been to is it canal street in new york yeah, yeah you know like the yeah. first time I got to go to New York in my like early 20s, we like beelined it there to see what we could get. And even most recently, I was out to dinner with one of my colleagues and I was like that, A, sick bag, holy mother. And she's like, it's not real. And I was like, what? Are we still doing this? Like we're adults, but yeah. <laughs> like every- Fuck you know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, totally, but fuck yeah. Totally. So- when I saw them do this, I was like, brilliant. Dupes are everywhere. All over TikTok, all you see is dupe this, dupe this. And, and Lululemon is always at the forefront of that conversation. It's always trying to find Lululemon products that are dupes because Lululemon products are great, but also they're very expensive and there can be price prohibitive for some folks. And the idea, my belief is that it's expensive to innovate. So here's my experience. I buy a product and it never goes bad. Like it's, it's finally just, look, you've been here for eight years. I need to move on. I deserve a new piece of Lululemon and you won't be I able know. to get, you won't be able to get that product in a lot of cases because they've evolved, right? True. So that's how they continue to build their value, their equity. I mean, that's why I hold them up here is they, they never disappoint. And even when they do the service and the technology that fixes the problem for me, they're just like Apple. They're the Apple of clothing to me. Yeah, I would say so. I would agree with you that most of their products are like top of the line. Of course, the Lulu line pant is amazing. Of course, people are going to try them and wear them and feel that they're amazing. But dupe mentality <laughs> is yeah. like a game and a lifestyle. And sure, you may get gifted an actual line pant for your birthday from your parents, but you going out and the thrill of the hunt of those dupes and actually the quality of some of those dupes are insane so that's the only place where i question it is like they stated that they want people to kind of reconsider the align pant again and how great it is which of course it is but i'm not sure that you're going to get a lot of those people to actually purchase the product at 120 dollars price point or whatever it is versus 25 on amazon or whatever you know what i mean right right I guess it's about that's what we'll never know is the true strategy. But when I heard in the article, which we'll put in the notes that I first read, which is the Fast Company one, um, there's some really interesting things they said. So you're you're absolutely absolutely right. This was a PRable, and I even hate to mm -hmm. say that because it's it's also very organic opportunity, right? It's very organic. Completely. So it's like all these kind of ways of leveraging media to to present one very simple aspect of not just a product, but a brand. Mm -hmm. It's a stunt and it's a stunt that of course it talks to a particular product, but it's solidifying the brand in a more sort of overall future competition mm -hmm. play. Mm -hmm. Because when you think about just from a, budgets and all that sort of thing is they mm -hmm. weren't giving away. So if they gave away, I don't know, I wish I had that stat, a, a bajillion, a thousand. Yeah. And it wasn't, yeah. it was like, apparently a lot. Of, and, and on TikTok, I'm not on TikTok, but holy crap, talk about earned media. 
Talk mm -hmm. about amplification off the charts for one location. I, I, I'm fascinated. Well, I think the one thing is that like, I agree with you completely a brand play, like not a short-term sales thing or anything. This is like a long-term brand thing, but typically long-term brand initiatives build sales long-term and by growing the brand love with a certain group of people or something like that, right? Yeah. I don't know that you're going to get the dupers to buy long-term and fall. Like, I think it was just a happy experience. And God, you're such a critic. I feel like I'm defending Lulu. Well, I am. I'll always defend I Lulu. I love Lulu, but I also love dupes. What I'll say is this, and this bothers me. What bothers me about the whole story is why do we always think everything's new and it's TikTok and it's Gen Z and this next generation and they're just this and it's that. It's a problem. It's like, we always did it. Yeah, this is not a new thing. There's always been pride in scoring. It's a game. Exactly. It is absolutely a game. Duping is a lifestyle. It's not. So this is what I talk about with some um, price point friendly clients that I work with, where it's like there's people who need to save money and there's people yeah. who choose to save money. And those are very different people in in that affluent people can shop at a discount retailer because it's smart to save money. I don't know, because you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's all around the mentality of it versus the I can't afford Lululemon. Like, sure, some people can't, but a lot of people just choose not to. Well, that's that's just it. Testing the waters is what I believe they truly were doing. So it's not about success or failure. It's about what they find out and what they do with that information. Mm -hmm. And it's a question of exactly to your point, Lindsay, who are the ones in that area that are maybe they they choose to be they don't have to be price point driven yes. clearly they have considered it because right. you wouldn't buy knockoff lulus if you haven't considered buying the original if you didn't want lulu pant exactly exactly so, so they're kind of saying if dupes and it's guys dupes is not a new thing what is new is the accessibility to finding out where dupes can be gotten if that's proper grammar I mean, it's called yeah. social media. It used to be like, I think back to like, I was younger and my wife would go on shopping trips, but the friends she would go with, they would have printed out emails with itineraries and maps. Like the inside scoop. Like it's crazy. So it's always been, the difference is, I think it's becoming a mainstream sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I will say I love Lululemon. So I'm not trying to poop on the experience. You I think this is the most opposed we've been to each other which is great because i don't think you're wrong but i hope you're wrong does that make a difference well that's that's what i feel about you i want i want to believe that you're right although i wonder if i'm right <laughs> okay can i i'm gonna read from the article a couple of okay, pieces that i thought spoke, spoke to us not just yes, me please Instead of ignoring or fighting culture, Lululemon's decision to engage with it directly through the dupe swap is both a gesture to bring new people into their stores and a wager that many will see, feel, and recognize the difference between the dupes and the real aligned pants. It's also a shrewd referendum. I know what a referendum is because I grew up in Quebec. On the power of brand itself. 
and the kind of bet every brand should be prepared to take. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely influenced by the writer because the title is literally Lululemon's brilliant dupe strategy should be duplicated by every brand. Yes. What I love about it is that kind of thinking and that kind of confidence and that kind of belief in the culture of Lululemon it's that kind of boldness brands need to get to. Mm -hmm. So then they said, the uh, CEO said, no, this chief branding officer says every customer touch point from an email to in-store to product names, to any event we put on, people need to walk away and feel that these experiences are consistent with who we say we are, says Newberger. And it should just deepen their loyalty and love for the brand. I think that's super important, what you just said, because what just came to me, if I may, for a moment, mm -hmm. buying a dupe is risky. Yeah. Right? You never know what you're going to get. Sure, you read a bunch of reviews, you whatever, you ask your friends. So perhaps instead of getting dupe buyers to buy a Lulu, maybe they're just trying to stop Lulu buyers from risking it on dupes. Maybe it's a reverse Ruski Hooey happening. A lot of maybes. Here. Yeah. Because that could be it. It could be like now you're seeing this on TikTok and stuff as well, as in like these people exchanged in their dupes and they got Lulu. And your assumption is they're going home and having a superior experience. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But now I'm now thinking, hey, why am I going to go buy another dupe? I should just stick with Lululemon. So maybe they're trying to deepen loyalty with their current customer base and drive like incremental sales with them instead of trying to get dupers to buy the product. I think that could be it. That's why I think it's a brand play. But not, not for new people necessarily. Brand is never for new people in the short term. It's to, it's a just an ongoing flood of just every action you do reflects your brand, not just the product that they're buying. Because I was really curious to my wife who has about three pairs of aligned pants and buys them for our daughters all the time. I was like, can you come over here? I want to see, get your opinion on something. And then, and I just explained to her what happened. And she just was, all she said was, wow, that's pretty cool. So she, she, she's never bought a dupe because she's like, you gotta love them. Like I just love them. But the way she reacted to it was way to go, Lulu. Like she almost felt rewarded that, that they made that happen. Mm-hmm. And there's a depth of intimacy to, with that brand, right? We've talked, we talk about yeah. brand equity, brand value. It's definitely from a P, you know, like you said, the promotion part, it was, come on, it was, it had to be a crazy success. What's interesting is they're saying now they're looking at doing it in more places. And I question that, right? We'll see. It is a stunt. It is a tactic. Don't put more energy into that actual thing then it's worth yeah right because then point. also immediately after i went and googled like the best dupes <laughs> so okay. it's uh, yeah i don't know the jury's out over here i think i may have woken up on the cynical side of the bed but it's a very interesting conversation to me thanks for remaining so objective great chat thank you for being so open-minded about my objective opinion <laughs> Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> Bye, Marketeers. Bye, Marketeers. Have a good day. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the Two Marketeers podcast. New episodes launch every two weeks. Find the Two Marketeers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you like to listen. And be sure to rate and subscribe. Listen on our website, thetwomarketeers.ca, or you can ask Alexa to play the Two Marketeers podcast. Want to keep in touch? Follow the Two Marketeers on LinkedIn or at Two Marketeers on TikTok. We've always got something to share. This podcast is over.